0: Tonight is (laughs) April 20th, uh, 2021, 420 is the cool kids say, and I am bringing you another Positivity Wall, Positivity Wall, volume 17. Oh man, we're getting there. We're getting close to the finish. We're getting close to the end. and um, Yeah, (laughs) I am very, very excited about it. Very, very excited about these last four. To take you home and and to really wrap this series, um, like I said, I'm not going to give you any announcements for the last four. There will be no club jam announcements. Um, we will just give you the format with you know I'm going to give you thinking out loud. I'm going to give you the episode call to close. I'm going to run to the house um, before I. Start though with my thinking out loud. Um, that structure for this episode, um, I want to give you just. This isn't a random thought, but this is a a powerful thought. So I'll say this as a powerful thought. Um, today, I was at home. I was working from home, um, and I was online and saw that the Derek Chauvin trial, the verdict was was in, and that we're going to announce the verdict. And I was still working <laughs> and I was just like, I don't care what's going on right now. I'm when, as soon as they go to, to the camera for this, I'm gonna listen to it. And I did, um, it was a very, very powerful moment. Um, he's guilty on all counts by now you'll know that. Um, but it was it was powerful because as a black man, too many times we are, we have to show proof and show our work even when when we should be trusted, even when the process shows you, like I said, the man was was murdered on a on, on video, and I still was like, he's gonna get off. He's not, you know. Now the trick is is that today shows accountability. We will get true justice if he gets the max of 65 years. I doubt that to happen. I expect him to get somewhere around 25 years thrown at him, which will leave him to get out in about 12 to 15. Um, but I think this is the first this is the first moment um, and we have to move toward finishing off qualified immunity. One of the things that I want to say too, is is that we need to have insurance on these cops and, and they need to have malpractice insurance. They need to, you know, doctors are weeded out of the system and held accountable through their paperwork. Through the lawsuits, and if cops were held to that same accountability, we'd have less bodies being dropped. In the same way, um, you know, you talk about it was another shooting every day. (laughs) You know, the the running joke is is COVID is dying down, so people are getting out, and then they're killing people. And it's like, when is it going to be enough? We already knew it wasn't enough when kids were killed. It didn't matter. That that's when I knew we were screwed. When they were like, "Oh, these kids died," and we're cool with it. We're not going to do anything. Um, I think people need to to really wake up and really understand that we can be a civilized place. But if you believe that you have the right to have all type of weaponry without any recourse, without having to be a decent citizen, um, you're going to have to understand what it feels like to be black in America every day, where you can be questioned for walking down the street, where you can be questioned for riding a bike. You can be questioned for a myriad of things. It is time for us to wake up. It's time for us to be better. And um, you know, for George Floyd and for his family, I hope that they are receiving a piece of justice that they want. Anyone who panders to the subject, I saw it today with Nancy Pelosi I was talking about thank you for his sacrifice. There's, There's no thank you. The the thank you to George Floyd is to get the George Floyd Policing Act over the line. The thank you to John Lewis is to get his John Lewis Voting Act across the line. There's a lot of work that the legislation branch needs to do. There's a lot of work that the president needs to do as well. And they will continue to have to do their work. That's what they get paid to do. And that's what we as citizens have to hold them accountable to. Um, but when you talk about policing, it's time to to move forward it's time to abolish their unions <laughs> it's time to really put some legislation that holds them accountable it also it's time for them to go to school okay it's time if doctors have to go to school if nurses have to go to school cops should have to go to school okay the power dynamics of being given power by the state should come with some responsibility of a certification okay <laughs> For the job that I'm in right now, I just got my state license for it. It required me to take uh, 40 hours of education to and then pass a state exam to get that license. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have to do better in policing. And that is what I'll leave you with to think that will be your powerful thought. I'm going to come to you and I'm going to give you my my. um my thinking out loud for the day. And then it kind of ties into this episode. So, yeah. So my thinking out loud, my random thought today, I I talked about in my last episode about liking someone and and wanting to have the courage and being uncomfortable. And the setup today is this is going to take you through it. So, um, I didn't think that I was going to be able to get this done by this episode, but I actually got it done a few hours ago. I actually, you know, you know, slid in this person's DMs. Um, I was creative about it. I was funny about it. It got a laugh from them. Um, I did not get the result I wanted. They did, you know, no, but it it was, she was very kind about um, how she said it. And I think that was, that was really cool too, because I think that um, there is no reward for trying (laughs) Um, there was only a reward for the outcome, but for me, like what I talked about in the last episode, being uncomfortable, being in situations where I put myself out there is very, very important. And I thought it was so important. So for me, um, when I was doing it, I was really scared. I was talking to another friend and that friend was guiding me through what to say. Once I, you know, sent the meme, um, because <laughs> for me, honestly, sliding into people's DMs or like texting someone that I haven't really had face to face—I'm I'm more of a face to face type of person. I would rather stand in front of that person and talk. But um, I'm—I'm being—I'm—I'm I'm living and, and breathing in this uncomfortable space and trying things. And 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 the word that I've really found myself really thinking about a lot is abundance and and having this abundance mindset to say that if I'm willing to try many things or do many things then there is no loss because everything is beautiful. And, um, you know, that's really just kind of how I see it. (laughs) Um, With having that abundance mindset, it's just kind of the way it's going to be. And for it to be that way, I have to continue to push you know, (laughs) I kind of push and and be the best that I can possibly be. That's just all I know. You know, (laughs) and so, um, you know, my friend was asking like, Oh, what what happened? And I told my friend and, you know, I think people want you to win. But for me to be honest, there was a moment where I was like, man, I really would want to, to have dinner with this person. I really want to It would be cool to know more about them, but life doesn't work that way sometimes. Um, And I was so excited for myself. I was celebrating the small victory. Like, hey, you actually did it, dude. Like you actually stepped outside of your comfort zone. You actually put yourself in a space to where you were going to look completely stupid. And you did look stupid, (laughs) but um, you did it with so much grace and you did it and you yeah you were afraid and yeah you were uncomfortable but you looked at it like this wasn't an end-all be-all i think for the longest time that's been my my thing i don't i tend to not disturb the flow of things because i i am not a person who likes to to step into different spaces but here we are i'm the 17th episode of the positivity wall and we're gonna challenge we're gonna challenge we're coming around the corner i i feel the greatest thing about these last four episodes is it's, it's bringing you to a finality. But I feel like a few episodes ago, we started turning the corner. We told you, I've walked you through grief and being beat down and, and how I felt. But now I'm turning a corner and I'm actually trying to pivot toward beautiful things and things that I want. So I'm going to continue to be excited. I am going to continue to try different things i'm so gracious to be able to have that conversation with that young lady she is i think she's kick-ass from the position that i sit in of course but you know i think she's attractive but i just um just the interactions the brief interactions i had with her over my time i thought she was kick-ass and i think that um that says something but if anything, um, I would add abundance. You know, it's not something I really wrote about in the positivity wall, but I would add abundance to the thought process. I am so blessed to have friends who support me. I'm an abundance of them. And I'm so blessed to be able to maneuver myself in many different ways to have the freedom to do that. And so I, (laughs) I, I went, I got to, to take in a sunset today. It was beautiful. I got to take some nice pictures. It was a great end to the day, considering that, like I said in the last segment, this was a very historical day um, for America. <laughs> but I think most of all, as you start to turn your corner, it, it's a mindset thing, people. And abundance is everything. And so remember to celebrate those small victories. Remember to, you know, be kind to yourself. Remember to reward yourself because, yes, the outcome will always be important. It's what you work towards. But the process is so very vital because without the right processes, you'll never get to the outcome you seek. Don't hang your head on outcomes. I could easily sit here and and I'm I'm not sad about it because I followed the process. I made a commitment to myself and said I was gonna do it. And I was afraid to do it, and I didn't want to disturb the balance because I would rather that person look at me and continue to laugh at the memes that I post and and just think of me as no one instead of stand in front of them and now they're going, well, look at this guy. But you know what? I don't care what this person thinks, you know? As far as like, if they're judging me or if they thought I was stupid or whatever, I was kind and, and they were very kind to me and, and that just showed her grace. And that's another reason why she's kick ass. But having this abundance mindset reminds me to continue to push forward and to continue to, to, to take in all the flowers that are mine and just be grateful and thankful. And so um, I continue to smile because something that, that was scary ended up being so beautiful. And I'm so grateful for um, just those few lines of of text. So, yeah, uh, that's my random thought. But you'll see how it kind of takes you in to the Positivity Wall 17 that comes next. All right. So we are Positivity Wall, Volume 17. Like I said, we are coming up on the close. And so... For your Positivity Wall, Volume 17, your card reads as follows. I have learned that happiness starts within you. I choose joy. One more time for those in the back. I have learned that happiness starts within you. I choose joy. So yeah, hey, look, I, you know, I, I give you my my thinking out loud, my random thought. I'm telling you, <laughs> most people by now you're like, how does that connect? Well, you know, I, I I challenged myself to be uncomfortable in that last episode and I challenged myself to keep going. Right. Yeah. And I did, I was afraid to, to disturb the natural order of things. I was afraid to be a burden, but I found the courage to do it. And I found it because I knew that I didn't want to look at my life in a, what if kind of sphere. Don't want to look back and say that that beautiful girl that I had an opportunity to say something, she never knew how I felt about her. <laughs> I, I tried. I shot my shot. Shoot or shoot, baby. And that's what your boy did. And more than anything, I just... For most people, it wouldn't mean anything, but, I, you know, I'm a guy who sticks to himself. I'm a guy who, like I said, I don't disturb things. Um, Very misunderstood because I don't, I don't really, I don't give much. You're getting a lot of me in this, and that's what I do. I'm that odd nerd that comes and records and is emotional or whatever. But truth be told, as I said before, it is because I'm willing to stand and swim in this lane of uncomfortable spaces um, that I'm embracing ambiguity. And I'm doing it with an abundance mindset. By doing that, I have to push toward what I want. And I refuse nothing of the lesser. doesn't mean that I'm getting what I want as far as like the outcome. The outcome may not be what I want, but the process is driven so that I will continue to move forward. And I won't stay stuck in a spot and I won't move backward. Um, I just, just, you know, I... (laughs) I just refuse to do that so it's it's like i said before yesterday is history tomorrow is a mystery and today you know is a present and it's a present because it's it's a gift i mean our today is a gift and why because it's the present we're being in the present and so um what i'm learning and what i've really been discovering in these you know last few months is that you know, happiness, you know, it just starts within you and in and, and and it's me requiring of myself that I get my piece of the pie. And like I said, I've always spent my time filling in time for other people and doing things that other people wanted, but it's not like that for me now. I'm actually in the driver's seat, actually trying to figure this out. And I'm I'm bumping my head a lot. <laughs> I'm looking stupid a lot, but I don't mind that I, you know, I'm, I'm 35. I'll be 36 in a few months. And for most people, a lot of this stuff they did in their teens, they did in their 20s. I didn't do that. It's a very, very simple type of guy. I, you know, went into the workforce. I found a woman that I loved. I loved her. I married her, (laughs) you know, I mean, before that, yeah, I had a girlfriend that didn't work out, but you know, I'm, I'm, pretty simple guy. I, I look at my relationships like I look at my jobs. It, it, I go and I tend to be there for a long period of time. Um, but one of the questions that I asked myself is, do I feel like I'm a career person or what, what about me? Isn't a career person? Like when it comes to work, I just don't believe in the, that loyalty sense because companies will detonate on you. They'll press the button, but I'm like, you know, it's, is, is my outlook of how I look at work affecting how I look at personal relationships? Because I believe that everything will come to an end and, and there is a bit of pessimism in there. There is a bit of like, when will something expire? Like at times I feel like I'm not good enough to be with someone. And it just takes me back to when I was a teenager and, and ready to get out of my mom's house. It was like, I, didn't, I never thought I would marry. I never thought I would have children because I, I felt like just the way my mom raised me I wasn't going to be a good parent because I had so much anger just about how certain things turned out. And then I became someone's parent and I was like, crap, now I got to figure this out. And it hadn't been easy, but you know, we're, we're figuring it out, (laughs) screwing it up, but we're figuring it out. And, and the one thing that dawned on me this whole time is, is that I've always had a spirit to continue. So if I had this spirit of this strong will to always, seek to be the best and why am i not turning that into the spaces that i really want i want to be happy i want to be at peace i want my joy so why am i not doing it you know we talked about it before prison palace mentality you know <laughs> you know i mean i i was locking myself to a place that i didn't even need to lock myself to Here's a board. You can run anywhere you want to and move any way you'd like. But I would chain myself to the rules of what I believed life was. And that's important. That's important because some people play by the rules of life and others bend them. And I've never been someone to really bend them. What I did today was something that I've never done. I've never, uh, you know, if I was going to approach a woman, I would do it face to face. I would never, you know, I I looked at it as being kind of disrespectful because, You have to sell yourself by being eye contact matters, you know? And, and I tried something different and to me, it was so awesome. And like, it was, it was great to just do something different, be in a different space, try something different. And like the way I'm talking, you would be like, how can you be so happy? But you didn't get the girl. It's like, it wasn't really about her. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And that's how I know I'm in the right direction because the old Jamiah would have been devastated by her saying no, because I wanted to have dinner with her. I wanted to get to know her more. I think she's a very beautiful woman. I think she's awesome. Um, but like I said, I only have a little sample size of that. Like she'd be, you know, the meanest person in the world. I don't know, you know. I tend to romanticize things, but I'm not looking at things romantically like that now. I'm looking at them in an abundance. If if this situation doesn't work, there's another situation that calls. It's it's so awesome to be that way. So how how do you remain positive in loss? How do you do it? That's that's a question for all of you. Like what what do you do to stay strong when you feel like what's the use? I've always been someone who focused my energy toward money as far as like money helped me get out of ruts. And when I mean, what it is, it's like the pursuit of it because it's endless. So it's like, all right, I feel like crap right now. Let me, let me boss up. Let me go find ways to make money. And by doing that, I feel important or I feel useful. I have a struggle in my life where I struggle with my purpose. I struggle with my usefulness. Like even right now, I'll say this, you know i'm working for a great company but should i be focused on doing this should i really be put pouring my energy into this pouring my energy into my poetry full time should i just die on that because that's what i really like to do no i mean well i don't know but I, i'm saying no cuz i got to go i got to go work a real job you know what i mean like um because i'm not you know this takes a lot of work and in that same way, because I'm in <laughs> this dialogue with myself, like, am I afraid? Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid to do that. It's not what I know. I know how to go make money, and so I'm going to go do it. But to remain positive and lost loss, for me, it's always been my spirit. My spirit has told me, hey, you got to get up. You don't have time to sit and pout. I think that's why compartmentalization is, like, really strong within me, because I didn't have time to just sit and be sad. Like, you got to get up. You got to go find it. You got to go do it. And so that's what I've continued to do. But now in this space that I'm in, I am finding activities to make me happy. Like I'm writing more. I'm not posting because the trick is, is I'm trying to get through the positivity wall and then I'll start posting a lot of the poetry again. But being able to go, like it was been raining the last two weeks, but able to go check in a sunset, like it was so beautiful today. I went to the beach too. I didn't go to um, the... What am I thinking? Um, I didn't go to the bay. I went to the actual beach, and it was it's amazing to be able to capture them there um, opposed to the bay. bay. The bay has its own feel, but the beach has its own feel as well, and I really wanted the beach feel. Um, I wanted to get some tacos from one of my favorite spots, but I, I get off late, so they were closing. What I've learned, too, during this process, like I just talked to you about the money and, and going after the money. What I'm doing in my heart, in my own mindset, is I'm trying to do things that don't really involve the money. Being able to go take, you know, I knew I wanted to take at least 20 photos tonight as the sunset and, and I took 25. I wanted to go and 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 practice hone my skills for this, but at the same time I knew I would capture something that resonated with me. Very happy with it. And then I knew I was gonna come back and I was gonna record. I, I looked forward to recording today. I would have recorded last night, but I got a new mattress and it's memory foam and it's amazing. I never had memory foam mattress before, and I just could not find my way to get out of my bed. <laughs> and when I get done with this episode, I'm going to get in my bed. And then one of the most, the most um piercing questions that I keep asking myself daily is am I being honest with myself? Am I holding myself accountable? I've asked a few friends this question lately to about them about some of the things they've been doing. It's hard to hold yourself accountable. It's hard to look in the mirror and say you don't quite fit there. you you got to get a little bit better. And it hasn't been easy because like from the the last you know last week when I recorded, so now I had been kind of running from this situation of like, Dude, I want to ask, but what do you say to be respectful, to show grace, but then also let this person know that I'm interested. And I am, you know, I, I did it in the, the most of and graceful way I could do it. Um, but I'm so critical about how I do things that I was in my own head, you know, <laughs> as I do. Um, But being honest with myself has been very important in in these last, you know, four months. It's like, Jim, are you really pushing yourself to be the best? Actually, it's five months now. Um, Are you pushing yourself to be the best version of yourself? Even if it doesn't gain you the outcome you want, are you pushing toward what you really want? Are you standing into those uncomfortable spaces? Are you facing ambiguity? And are you facing it with courage and with a smile, or are you facing it in fear? The trick is, are you facing it? And and I can say it with with full, um, full smile. I am. I'm I'm, I'm doing things that wouldn't normally do. <laughs> and the scary part about it is, it's like, when do I give up? That's in the back of my mind too. Like like when does when do I stop? <laughs> When do I get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm not getting the outcome I want. So let me just stop. And that thought process is something that keeps me going because it's like, I don't want that to be that. I don't want to give up. I want to keep going. So if I want to keep going, I have to keep pushing myself and continue to have those conversations. I just do. I think one of the things I want to add to this um, before I I move myself on is I had a conversation with a friend about um, a very dear, he's family to me. I've talked about Lou before. He was my boss at one point, but he will always be family to me. And the thing about this man, when I met him, he drove me out of myself. He was teaching me to be a better leader, but the truth is, and he was trying to make me better Mm -hmm. in my job but he spent a little bit of time doing that and he spent more time focusing on the man. I remember one of the things he said to me about like, I don't need to tell you how to do your job. You know how to do it well. I need to help you be a better man. And he's like, I don't want you to think that you're not a good man. He's like, but you're the way you are. You take all of the losses and you barely take any of the wins. Some of the things that he did just um, I remember I was talking to my friend I was getting really emotional and I when I just think about him, um, I get emotional because he he meant so much for me in that time period. He helped me he really did help me get to a space where I was able to let go of all of the the loss, all of the pain from my divorce and just feeling like I wasn't good enough. He helped me to realize that I had to face ambiguity. I had to stand in uncomfortable spaces because it was going to make me stronger. And I'm so thankful for um, the time I got with them. And I was appreciative because I knew that um, I knew it wasn't going to last forever. (laughs) I knew at some point that um, it was going to end. And it was so tough for me because I just wanted to to stay and, and just enjoy that. And man, it was one of the greatest teachers I've ever had, but one of the, um, dear friends that I will always have. And, um, I remember when I was talking to my friend, cause this friend knows me well enough and we talk a lot. And this firm was like, well, I could, didn't you have issues with him at first? And, man, let me tuck you through that. Like, when he came, he came like a storm. I mean, he just punched every one of us in the chest. And I remember thinking, like, every one of my teammates thinking the same thing. Like, this guy's strong. Like, I don't think I fit. Like, I might not be here. Like, I remember thinking, like, I don't have to quit because I don't – you know, he was coming on and basically telling you you're not good enough. And no one wants to ever hear that. You get sensitive about it. But it was like – but he tore us down so that he could build us up, made us all better leaders. Because even even the teammates that just weren't good, he made every one of us better. And I'm so thankful for that. But he pushed me. He continued, He would continue to push me when I would try to take the easy way out of it and try to be comfortable. I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be able to face a new job where I'm doing something completely different from what I've ever done in my life Um to face the uncomfortable things where I struggle daily because I miss my teammates. I'm meeting new people and enjoying them, but they're not my people and they're going to become my people. And I try my best every day to, to be present, but it's tough. I have moments where it's, you know, it's a struggle. Um, but I was so glad like last week that, you know, two of my teammates that are going to be like, who are local, um, we went through the process of certification together. So it's like, they're my people. They helped me get through it when I felt like I couldn't. And so are you being honest with yourself? Are you holding yourself accountable? It's tough, but you got to. So what factors, what factors keep you from your happiness? Is it family, is it friends, is it the job, the boss, finances, kids, significant other, or lack thereof? <laughs> I've always spared no expense to be completely honest in this space because that's just who I am. Like I said, this is this is for that kid who listens to me in 2450 or that kid who listens to me in 2100, um, whether it's my kid or my grandkid or just some random kid, I would hope to leave something with you. I spent so many years in a family that didn't know how to show love because of pain, because of the pain that they were feeling. So they outwardly projected anger. And so I never felt the love that I needed to, I guess, probably be, a I guess, a stable <laughs> human being. So I craved it. I I craved it. And I I remember saying on my wedding day that I, you know, I was 25 years old. Like I feel alive. For the first time in my life, I feel alive. And that was a scary thought to me. Twenty-five years I lived and that was the first time I felt like I was alive. And I want I want to be with someone where I can share my secrets with. Where I can talk about this TV show, read books with them, go to the beach, and and look at the sunset with them. I want to share myself, but unfortunately, I feel like I'm in the wrong time frame. I don't feel like love sits in this space anymore. And I don't mean like it it doesn't, because people fall in love every day. I just feel like for a socially handicapped person as myself... (laughs) Who was sheltered most of his life? I am starting to turn that corner where I'm pushing against myself. And I like it because I'm throwing myself in situations I normally wouldn't. But why didn't I do it five, 10, 15 years ago? Because I was afraid. I was afraid of how that looked or what it was or what it would be. And I've lost so much time, um, people. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I choose joy. I don't care how I get it. As long as no one gets hurt. I mean, I let me preface that. I don't want to hurt anyone, but I choose joy. I don't care how it looks to get there. I choose joy. That's what we should be doing. (laughs) I want to, I don't know. I want to sit with an amazing woman that builds me up and and I and I don't mean, like, it's just about me, but I mean, like, she challenges me to be better. She holds me accountable just as I hold her accountable. And that's my person. We talk shit together about people. <laughs> we got our own inside jokes. We got our own sayings. I've wanted that forever. And I spent the last five years... Throwing that away because I felt like I would never get it. And because I felt like I would never get it, I just gave up. I just packed it all away and said, that's it. (laughs) It's not going to happen. It's not meant for you. You're getting older. You're old now. Plus, when you had a kid, it ages you five more years. So, you know, I'm 35. I feel 40 because of my son. When I was 30, I felt 35. I just felt aged out. And all the while I was in my own head, aging my own self out instead of stepping into the uncomfortable spaces and challenging myself with ambiguity. (sighs) Well, now I'm 35 going on 36 and I'm ready for that challenge. And I'm willing to fall as many times in my face. I do not care. Because like I said before, I have learned that happiness starts within you. If I wake up and I'm happy to be in the world, happy to have another crack at making another day, then I will always choose joy. It's just that simple. And I'm going to continue to choose joy. You know why? <laughs> we'll give you a why and you call it close. Yeah. So the reason why... And this will be one of those episodes where you're not going to get my son in it. It's because I want to have that person that I can confide in. I want that person I can talk shit with. I want to have that person where I get to travel with. I want that person to grow old with. To see them at their lowest. So that they can see me at my lowest. To see them where they're at their best, crushing it, walking through the world, being their best self, and me the same. That's what I've always wanted. I've always wanted to have a family, to be a part of something. And when I got married, I was trying to do that. But it didn't, it it fell apart on me. And it broke my heart into so many pieces. It's like if you break glass, it shatters. You'll never get all the shards. Can't put together the glass again, you know? And it really broke me. And so I tucked it away. I just sat down. I just gave up. And it took me some time to kind of wake up. What is my why? It's me. It's me. It's me choosing joy. I choose joy. I choose to find the things that make me happy. I choose to go after them with fury, with tenacity. Relentless. I will not allow anyone or anything to keep me from it. Because for the longest time, I filled up my time with theirs. And in the end, the withdrawal, the deposit of that left me with a withdrawal of emptiness. I was empty because I did all this stuff for everyone else. And then I sat down in the dark at night and was like, I don't have anything. I'm sad. (laughs) So crazy that I get rejected and I'm happy because I didn't allow the moment to be bigger than what it needed to be. I tried my hand at something. It didn't work. Well, we'll try again with someone else. The world's big. It's large. It's an abundance mindset. Not one where one, then one, then one. No. I'm so, I'm worth, I'm worth so much to myself. For the first time in a long time, I can say that. I didn't believe it for a long time. You asked me that five months ago, I wouldn't have believed it. Everything has happened for a reason, you know? And I'm not sitting in the space I sat in last year where I compartmentalized, watching my grandmother dying. You know, she's dying, and then she dies, having to be strong for everyone else around me, including, you know, my sister, my cousins, my aunts, Even my mom to a point because I knew if I was sad that my mom would be sad. Watching my mom fall and have to go into therapy and not being able to control that situation to only ten days later lose my lose a job that I had worked so hard to gain. I didn't go through all that shit. I wouldn't have been thrown into this tizzy. I'd probably be still doing the same shit. (laughs) So I'm grateful for the change, saddened that I lose some people that really mean something to me, but I needed this change. I would have given my job up graciously to have them keep theirs, because that job meant more to them than it did me. The journey that I'm taking, what I'm doing now and, and how I'm actually picking myself, it just makes me so happy finally I'm picking myself. I'm not I'm not making excuses. I'm not hiding behind being a father. I'm picking the man. When I have the time to pick me, I pick me fully all the way. I don't let anyone else incorporate themselves into my plans. I choose joy. And damn it, you should too. <laughs> so as I wrap you, On a positivity wall, 17. I wish you could see the book, because every time that I go to wrap an episode, I sign my initial of J on it. That episode is done. We got three more left, people. Three more. And I'm wrapped. I didn't think I'd get here. I did not think that I could make it. I did not think that I would do it. So as I call to close, (sighs) celebrate the small victories, you know? Don't be so hard on yourself. Hold yourself accountable, but don't be so hard on yourself. Understand that you're beautiful. Understand that you're just, you have the right to be happy. And it starts with you. It starts within you. Choose joy. I ask you to choose joy as I'm choosing joy today. I ask you to pick yourself as I'm picking myself today. I ask you to believe that you are so much more than what the world tells you you are, than what maybe anyone around you tells you you are. And if you don't feel the love, start with yourself. I want, I'm going to say it, I want, I want that family. I always wanted it. I always wanted to have that wife to come home to and and my kids. And I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to have any more children. So that life's a little fractured. I've got nine more years before my son's a grown man. But I wouldn't mind having a companion, somebody that I could grow with and, and enjoy. And I'm going to fight like hell to find that woman because she's out there. And what's funny is she's probably getting a heartbroken by some dude right now who's fucking around. She don't realize she should be texting me right now. We could be looking at the moon together at the beach. (laughs) Stand in those uncomfortable spaces, people. Challenge ambiguity. There is such a great reward from doing it. The reward is freedom of self. I feel free. I feel free. I can can do whatever I want to do and not have to answer to anyone about it. I don't owe anyone anything. I just owe myself. So I have learned that happiness starts within you. So I started to choose joy. I started to choose me. And you know what? By choosing myself, an abundance mentality came, a palace mentality came. And I'm dancing in this garden and I'm celebrating by smelling all the flowers that I can. So I hope you do the same. But before I leave you, and as we go, I would like you to remember that even in your toughest days, even in your toughest moments where you feel like you're alone, where you feel like you're not enough, know that I love you, even if I never see you, and that you should remember the phrase that pays, (laughs) that you should remember that you are amazing, That you are beautiful and you are loved. True knows it. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's nothing else to say. Go back to your your regularly scheduled program. True knows it.